Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael, and this episode is Beginner Tip 16, where I'll talk about what comes after your race. I apologize that this episode is a little bit late. I simply forgot about it. So uh, when I did the outline for this episode, it was uh, 5.30 today, this morning, Friday morning, when it was supposed to go out already half an hour ago. And uh, then I had to go to swim practice uh, and uh, do all sorts of training, uh, chiropractor. So I'm now recording more than five hours late, but I hope to get it out uh, pretty quickly. So by um, Friday lunchtime, hopefully. I'm sorry if I ruined your commute for that, but uh, you'll get it the same day at least and uh, hope that it's uh, satisfactory when when you get to listen to this. This uh, topic request uh, comes from a listener named Darren who writes, I'm training for my first triathlon in May and I have been listening to your podcast for both information and inspiration in training. I've been listening to the beginner tips with special interest and have a topic I wish you'd discuss. It's easy to find training plans of eight weeks or so for a sprint triathlon. I like the structure they offer, and you can see how each workout has a goal and fits in with the bigger plan. I'm struggling, however, to figure out what to do after the plan ends. I'll be doing another triathlon later in the year, but there's a gap of a couple of months between the end of one plan and when I start the next. What do you do in the meantime? Do you just exercise in all three disciplines? Do you pick one and try to improve? Do you do something different? My goal for now is just to finish a race. The first one is always a PR, right? But would like to be ready to improve when I start my next plan. Thanks for doing the show, and I'm looking forward to hearing more. Darren. P.S. Off to give you a review on iTunes. Uh, thanks so much. I did not make the last part out, and I hope that uh, you other listeners can take a leaf out of that book. It's a great question, so thank you for this, Darren, and uh, thanks for the review, of course. Uh, it depends a bit. On, you say already that you, you want to improve in your next one, but uh, it pays to take a step back and think a little bit of what you want to get out of triathlon in general, in addition to your next race uh, in particular. Because whatever you do, it's important to keep enjoying the sport. Otherwise, you definitely won't have a good long-term trajectory in it. You will most likely quit if you stop enjoying the sport. So if you feel that you're just... Uh, a bit tired and worn down and uh, and bored from training for the last eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, for your sp- first sprint triathlon, and you want to do something different for a while after that is done, then that's totally fine. And of course, it's good if you decide to go that right route to still stay active, uh, hopefully even do some sort of endurance activity, whether it's, it could be something like hiking or just uh, enjoying exploring the local trails, uh, trail running, hiking, those sorts of things, or just being active in general that also uh, every, every little thing adds up and, uh, and makes a little difference when, when you then start training for triathlon again. But uh, it's also important to realize that the big, 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 big difference between uh, massive improvements over time in triathlon and uh, not so good improvements is consistency in training and not taking a lot of extended breaks. So somebody who trains for 48 out of 52 weeks of the year 
is going to be so much faster than somebody who is training 40 weeks out of 52 of a year. That That's where the big difference is, comes from, really, in improvements. If you start at the same time as somebody else, that's that's where you'll have the, the biggest differences lie. So if you're not particularly worn out from your training, you feel motivated to keep training and really improve for your next race, then uh, it's still... It could be good to take a week of not having anything structured in your training plan. And then if you're just itching to go out on the ride, it's sunny outside and it's a weekend, you have time, then you can do that. Same thing for a swim or a run. But but you don't have anything like really structured that, that's set in stone in a training plan. But then get back into that consistent, uh, purposeful training pretty quick quickly so so maybe after a sprint triathlon it could be one week off with no, nothing structured and you can choose to take it completely off triathlon and or you can do some of these just enjoyable coffee rides or similar similar training that you just want to do because you want to do it then and uh, and the big picture here is that when you repeat this uh, this cycle of getting back into training relatively quickly after each race rather than having multiple uh, several week long breaks every every time you after a race it adds up so much and you'll become so much faster over the long term so to get back to your specific question you do write that you want to improve for the next one so maybe take that week off from structured training but stay active go on a hike or two maybe go to the gym those sorts of things and then get back into structured training and for any triathlete really, but beginners especially, yes, you should train all three disciplines because most likely you have big improvements to make in all three disciplines. So you shouldn't leave any of them out. And actually, especially for beginners, how you train in between races is not necessarily that different from how you train up to a race. Because what you're working on, even up to a race, is still that base conditioning, building that that aerobic base, the endurance base. So you could actually just revisit the plan, even if you're way farther out than eight weeks from your next race. If it's a decent plan, they will still add up, and maybe you can add a little bit of time to the workouts or distance for swimming workouts, for example, and uh, and and you'll that way you'll have a little bit of progression. But if it worked for you, then that's a totally fine option, actually, to just do the plan again. Uh, and uh, the other thing, in addition to the aerobic base that I already mentioned, it's very important for beginners to think about developing technique. So, so for example, uh, I would say that you should always think about it, even if you just do a normal endurance run, easy base base endurance workout, uh, or sub bike or swim. But in many training plans, it's not always emphasized, so you maybe maybe forget about it, and you just don't focus on it enough to really make big improvements in technique. So a good thing to do in between races, after your race, is to add some specific workouts that focus on the technique, and, and just have this period be, uh, have a bit more emphasis on that technique in each discipline, but especially in the swim, also in the run, and ideally with the help of a coach. Uh, you ask if uh, if you should do one discipline more or if you should uh, do all dif- disciplines the same amount. And if you do have a discipline that's clearly weaker than the others, then it could make a lot of sense to focus more on that for a while, even if you will still train all three disciplines. But let's say your swim is your weakness, and before the race you trained two workouts per week in each discipline. Two swims, two bikes, and two runs. 
Well, now after the race, you could skip one run or bike. I would maybe suggest dropping one bike and leaving one long bike on the weekend in and then replacing that with a third weekly swim instead to to really try to make headway on, on your weakness. And uh, so I'll get into an example of what your week might look like very soon. But first, one thing that I just thought of that I need to mention is that... Uh, about that aerobic base, I need to elaborate a bit on that. It comes from consistent training and uh, slowly but surely increasing your training volume. And it it should be it can be an easy aerobic pace. It should be an easy aerobic pace. You shouldn't go out and kill yourself all the time. And this is the one of the biggest beginner mistakes that that people make to go too hard in your easy runs. And in this period, uh, when you have a long time to go before your race, uh, you don't need to go out and do a lot of interval workouts. I would just focus on the technique and the aerobic base. But in your aerobic endurance workouts, so let's say it's just an easy conversational run, uh, what I would advise you to do is to, at least once per week, you would still include some sort of quote-unquote speed work in the form of just very brief uh, strides. That's a common term, and if you're not familiar with it, it's basically an acceleration of up to 95% of your maximum speed. So you, it's 20 seconds. You start to run and you accelerate quickly. So after maybe five or seven seconds, you reach 95% of your max speed. You stay relaxed. It's not like an all-out sprint because then you the risk is that you'll tense up. You stay relaxed, but you run very fast. And that, that trains like that neuromuscular interplay. So you still get a lot of benefit, but it's not taxing. It's not uh, difficult to recover from. You have a long recovery. So after that 20 second stride, you walk slowly back to the starting point and you repeat it maybe four to six times. And you can do these similar things on uh, the bike and the swim as well. On the swim, maybe as 25 meter repeats. On the bike, it might be a cadence spin up. So doing going at a high cadence for 20 or 30 seconds, that sort of thing. But and the recovery there would be, for example, with the run, it would take you at least one to one and a half minutes to walk back to the starting point. So so a similar sort of recovery should be used in swimming and biking. But okay, let's. Uh, give you a step-by-step step thinking process and then an example week. So step one, ask yourself, is there one discipline that's clearly weaker than the others that's worth fo- focusing on? And in that case, make the decision to train a bit more in that discipline, although you'll still train all three disciplines in this period when you are a long way to go before your next race. Step number two, ask yourself or ideally figure out with a coach what are my main technical limiters in each discipline? And you do not want a long, long laundry list of 20 different things to work on. You want the one or two key technical elements that can make the biggest difference if you get them right and can improve on them per discipline. So so on your swim, it might be your body position and uh, and maybe your breathing, something like that. So you want two things to focus on in this period. And then you'll focus on that for weeks until it's uh, much, much better, until you can really see that it's making a difference. And, uh, and you, then you need to figure out how to work on these limiters to improve them. In some cases, it might just be an awareness issue that uh, just by fo- concentrating on it in normal swimming, running or biking, you can remove that technical limiter. In some cases, you may need to incorporate specific drills. Uh, it could be both on the swim or the run or the bike could benefit from drill work. 
and in some cases something that you need to do outside of swimming, biking and running. Like both the swim and run are examples of where uh, poor flexibility or mobility can impair, can pose serious limiters for how you can improve. So maybe you need to add some flexibility work to remove those limiters. And step number three is to put all of this together into a program that has you train at the same frequency as you did before the race. If it was six workouts per week, then keep doing that. But you may have more workouts in your new focus discipline, if you choose to have a focus discipline. And the workouts themselves can be focused on either technique or aerobic endurance or a mix. So if you have aerobic endurance, remember to also include those strides and corresponding quote-unquote speed work in some of your bike and swim aerobic endurance workouts as well sometimes you don't need to do it for every workout but but regularly so an example week for a triathlete with the swim as their weakness would be to swim monday wednesday and friday technique focused on uh, monday and friday for example and something more endurance based with some speed work like those 25 meter sprints on wednesday Tuesday and Thursday, you could be running. One workout would have uh, a technique focus, so focus a lot on a good dynamic warm-up to get you mobile for running and focus on the awareness during your running. Include some drills and uh, and just focus focus 100% on what you're doing and, and how your posture is and, and etc. And uh, you could maybe even go to a local track session where they do things like drills and have a have a coach see and look at you run and, and get help that way. And the other workout, the Thursday or Tuesday workout, would be just a normal easy aerobic endurance one with 46 20 uh, second strides. And on Saturday, you could do a long ride on your bike with some technique work and some short sprints incorporated into it. So that's uh, an example. I hope this helped. Then once you're eight weeks or so out from your next race, you can uh, pick up uh, a a plan again and that will probably start to include some some interval work and things like that again. But in the meantime, between races, focusing on that aerobic base and that technique is going to be the most important thing. And especially if you want to improve, not taking too many too long extended breaks. If you have questions that you want answered on future beginner tips, send them to me on michael at scientifictriathlon.com and that's Michael with a K or tweet me on Twitter where my handle is at SciTriad. And if you want individual help with what to do between races or what to do before races for that matter, definitely get in touch with me to learn about how customized training plans and or coaching works and we can see if that's something that you'd be interested in You can also check out scientifictriathlon.com forward slash coaching to learn more about that. Thank you, as always, for listening. Keep training smart and keep loving triathlon.